Om Jnana Timanandasya Jnana Shalakaya Taksur Udmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha <coughs> Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Simate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin iti namane. Namaste Saraswati Deve. Gauravani Picharine. Nirvishesha Shunyavadi. Pastyatya Deshitarine. Namashreshtam Manumapi. Sachi Putram Atrasarupam. Rupam Tasyam. Namashreshta Manumapi Sachi Putam Atrasarupam Rupam Tasyagrajam Uruparim Matara Goshtavatim Radha Kundam Girivaram Maho Radhika Madhavasam Prapto Prapto Tasya Kripiyatam Natosti Namaste Gurudevaya Sarvasiddhi Pradayane Sarva Mangala Rupaya Sarvananda Bhadiyate Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vanshakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Srivas Adi Ghor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare First, my deepest thanks. I'm looking now at the list of participants. And I'm so grateful that you've allowed me to glorify our Gurudev. I'm uh, I'm just taking notes as I speak as some points come up. Um, yes, our Gurudev. I describe what, what guru is, is when you have an object and you want to see the object and your vision is defective, you have glasses or a lens in between you and the object. Those glasses or lens does not make the object further away. It brings it closer. So what guru is, is kind of your prescription lens. Different people may have prescription lenses. They, they, they may have different um, like-mindedness and, and relationships. But the difference between those representing Prabhupada and Srila Prabhupada is that Srila Prabhupada is 
the lens for us all. He's the um, lens for this age where an individual spiritual master representing Prabhupada and humbly, humbly pointing to him. The example was given of a, a medic on the battlefield and the doctor. So I feel like we represent Prabhupada in that way and we have the same level of authority with our people, just like the medic has the same level of authority with the patients if they want to be cured. But the medic humbly refers to the doctor. Um, so Prabhupada is Acharya with a capital A. He's actually the lens for basically everyone to see Krishna consciousness. And, and you know, there are so many lines, Vaishnav lines, and with with bona fide gurus. And they're actually going, not just ISKCON, and they're going around the world now and, and preaching and, and, and people representing them. But if you see, if there's one common thread that connects everyone, whether they're followers of Narayan Marj, whether they followers of Srila Sridhar Marj, whether they're followers of Prabhupada's direct disciples, you know, they're all connected with Prabhupada. People generally have come from Prabhupada. You know, I go to one ashram, Bhakti Bandav, wonderful ashram upstate New York. Disciples of Narayan Maharaj and their Siksha Guru is Premananda Prabhuji. He's a very empowered preacher. He has a Kriya Shakti, amazing. And he sent these young men to spread Krishna consciousness. But he told them, you're not the Godium. <laughs> and he said that Prabhupada is your Ishtadev when you're in the West. <laughs> He's your Ishtadev for preaching preaching Krishna consciousness. He's your Ishtadev. Ishta, desirable God, Lord. I was there in Vrindavan when um, when they had the celebration after Prabhupada disappeared. And I was walking up the stairs in the Gurukul and Srila Jayapataka Maharaj certainly an exalted, empowered disciple of Prabhupada. That's also Prabhupada's glory, the people that he empowered. And he looked at me and he was very excited and he said, I just got off the phone with um, Srila Sridhar Maharaj. And he said that Srila Prabhupada was a Shaktavesha avatar for preaching Krishna consciousness. Shaktavesh means a living entity who's empowered by God to serve in a particular way 
non-different than as if God was doing it. Like Prithu Maharaj was a Shaktavesh avatar for ruling the planet. And Veda Vyas was a Shaktavesh avatar for, it's a living entity, Vyasa Dev, godly editor for editing the Vedas. So Prabhupada was a Shaktavesh avatar for preaching. And therefore, when he said that, I had the, the the image that when Prabhupada stood on the shore of North America looking west and seeing the full brunt, brunt of material civilization against him, and all he had was his faith, All he had was his faith. How powerful his faith in the Bhagavatam. And he quoted those verses in the second chapter of the first canto of how the Bhagavatam works. Srinvata Swa Kata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hidyantisto Yabhadrani Vidanoti Saritsatam. Nasta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavad Bhaktir Bhaktir Naishtaki Nityam Bhagavata Seva Prabhupada's faith and Nityam every day serving the Bhagavatam and the book Bhagavatam. The person Bhagavatam, Prabhupada and the book Bhagavatam are not different. Because the person Srila Prabhupada speaks on the book Bhagavatam. And the Bhagavatam is about the person Bhagavatam. So I don't think if Lord Chaitanya stood on that shore, the pastime of spreading Krishna consciousness could not be any more glorious. One time, my dear god brother and mentor, Srila Burijan Prabhu, gave a slideshow on Prabhupada's disappearance. And he had a picture of the earth, or he had a picture of the city of New York compared to the United States, the United States compared to the earth, the earth compared to Jupiter. So, so at Jupiter, the earth was like a dot. And everything, after everything, he said, this is amazing. Then he had Jupiter compared to the universe. And it was like a speck. And then the universe. And then the universe compared to the galaxy. And it was a speck. And after everything, it was amazing. It's amazing how insignificant we are. And then when it all came down, and that's that, that's Pod. The Bhuti. That's one quarter the power of the total manifestation of God, which is Tripad Vibhuti. And then he showed Goloka Vrindavan or the Vaikuntas, and then, then Krishna Loka planet, and there was Radha Krishna. This is amazing. And then Prabhupada showed a picture of, then Gurjan Prabhu showed a picture of 26 Second Avenue <laughs> with a bunch of hippies. If you ever saw that film, 
uh, about the early days where, you know, Trutananda was saying, you know, some people are high, low on a high plat, we're high on a low plat, you know. And uh, Kirtananda saying we're gopis and and then Prabhupada, and then Borijan said, and Prabhupada gave that <laughs> to this people. That's amazing. And that takes, as said in the Bhagavatam, the test of realization is the ability to communicate. Because you have to see truth to be able to adjust it to the frame of reference of your audience. And for Prabhupada to see the depth of Radha Krishna pastimes and present it to his audience so they not, don't filter it through their mundane materialistic education and look at it mythological or filter it through their crazed filled sex life and drug life as, as hippies and get the truth without projecting your perverted material intelligence. And that's realization. And the proof of it is look at the degree, look at Prabhupada's success. You know, I look back with my fertile intelligence and think, oh, I, I could have did it this way. And, you know, I could, you know, the Prabhupada meeting all the scholars in LA, all the professors in the area of Indology. And Prabhupada looks at them and says, Krishna is God. Why won't you accept it? <laughs> it was like so powerful. His ability, his ability to be firmly rooted and branching out. And we see all the make mistakes we make with people who are too firmly rooted and don't know how to branch out and people who branch out and are, are not firmly rooted. It's like getting the perfect shower in the hot and cold water. I mean, he, he just, he was successful. And we will be successful if we follow him which may not be according to our limited frame of reference. Therefore, we have to realize Prabhupada's teachings and communicate it. You know, I'm sorry I, I wasn't able to, you know, I informed just yesterday, but I asked him, should I do it? He said, yeah, you know, he just put it out. I wasn't thinking about giving. I don't. I didn't think because you know, on Janmashtami it was Wednesday, and I was speaking. But an interesting thing happened here. There was a, a blackout. That means no computer. So I was sitting there chanting my rounds and, and just being so disappointed because I love so much being with you and communicating Krishna consciousness. And uh, I. Um, was sitting there, you know, kind of disappointed that there's no electricity. You know, when the electricity goes out, it can go out for half a day. You know, I so I was thinking, okay, they they got to wake up the uh, you know the government electrician, and then he got to go see maybe 
a tree fell on a on a electric pole. This happens. So I said, oh, okay, I'll speak tomorrow. I'll speak tomorrow. And the electricity came on. So I was thinking, I don't usually take notes, but I took a few notes. Whoops. And I I was thinking um, of some of the kind of realizations and stories I got of Prabhupada's incredibly unique position among Gaudiya Vaishnava Acharyas. His incredibly unique position. One time I wrote about this in my Vyas Puja offering. If you want to get all the um if you want to get all the uh offerings of all the devotees, including mine, SP tributes. Um let me just what's that? I'm gonna just get that right now. If you want to look at it. Um sptributes.com slash downloads. So you can get that. Um, and mine is in there. And what I talked about is when Prabhupada left, I um, had the uh, service of inviting senior Vaishnavas. So we had contemporaries of Prabhupada. And I, I walked in to the Prabhupada's, maybe it was disappearance. And one senior Vaishnav, I don't exactly remember who he was, but he made this startling a point. And of course, it, it's kind of eulogy. And eulogy eulogy gives you the ability to kind of exaggerate. I'm not saying this is an exaggeration. And also, very senior Vaishnavas, they're sometimes more concerned with the rasa that's communicated rather than the tattva or the facts. But I, when I heard it, I thought it was rasa and I thought it was tattva. He said, if Srila Prabhupada was sitting in a room with Srila Rupa Goswami and, and, and Srila Haridas Thakur and Lord Chaitanya walked in, who would he come to first? And then he said, I say Prabhupada. He said, because who was more attached to the holy name than the person who spread it around the world? So I thought, good argument. Of course, I'm not minimizing Haridas Thakur. I'm not minimizing Rupa Goswami. But Prabhupada belongs in the pantheon, pantheon, pantheon of all-time spiritual all-stars. 
taking Jagannath around the world, Fifth Avenue. Amazing. Amazing. 1976, less than 10 years after Prabhupada came, I think. And Jagannath's going down Fifth Avenue. If that doesn't convince you there's a God, you know, they grandfathered it in. The only parades on Fifth Avenue is the Puerto Rican Day Parade, the Gay Parade, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the you know, the Hare Krishnas. In the Chaitanya Bhagavat, in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, it says, Priti Vichi Achi Yati Nagaradi Gram. Lord Chaitanya says, the holy name of Krishna will be spread in every town and village. And, you know, Vaishnava is reading this sometimes, you know, you, you, Shastra, this hermeneutics, how you understand Shastra, and there's three types of verses. There's, a, it's like a king. It's absolute, it's literal. There's Puranic. It's true, but the story or dates may not be true. Because sometimes they say history is the 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 names are true, but the story is made up, <laughs> and that fiction, the story is made up, but the but the, the the names are made up, but the story is true. So sometimes it, it's hard to understand. What does it mean? Is it oh, is it Puranic verse or is it what the other call is called? You know, literal. It, and then there's Sahitya, there's metaphorical. So the Vaishnavas, you know. And they didn't think it was literal because how can Krishna consciousness be spread in every town and village? But then when Prabhupada went around the world, they understood that it was literal and that this was the person who did it. One time I went to a, 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 a Prabhupada's disappearance and uh, my authority, or GBC, he really studied Prabhupada's books very, very deeply. He was very saintly. His name was Jagadish Maharaj. Very saintly person. I think he'll come to Govardhan. His, his son fell off a tree and became a quadriplegic. So he, he kind of just taking care of his son, even though he was sannyasi, but he had that responsibility. And he made this startling analysis how Prabhupada was predicted in the Bhagavatam. Because there's a verse in the Bhagavatam that says, Tadvag visargo janitagna viplavo yasmin prati shlokam abad abad yapi. So he said, what this verse says, Tadvag, these words, visargo, they are a different creation. Janatagna vip, janatagna 
Jana Tugnet, for the sinful people, deep Lavo, it will create a revolution in the hearts of the sinful people. These words. Tadvag visargo jana tagna viplavo yasmin prati shlokam even though each and every word yasmin prati shlokam abad avat yapi will be imperfectly composed. So what he said is the Bhagavatam is not imperfectly composed. Because you understand when they do commentaries and they have Sanskrit scholars, they don't, it, 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 and Sanskrit editors, it's not composed imperfectly. And he said, and where has the Bhagavatam caused Janatagna Viplavo, a world revolution in the hearts of the sinful people? So he said, only when Prabhupada came with the Bhagavatam, which was imperfectly composed because it was in English, which was Prabhupada's second language. So there were grammatical mistakes. So he said, where was the Bhagavatam imperfectly composed and still caused a revolution? He said, this verse predicts the appearance of Prabhupada. And even if you want to debate, well, I can't, but certainly it, 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 it can be used to point to Prabhupada's, um, Prabhupada's glories. Um, yeah. And one thing I'm, I'm also grateful for all of you coming here too is because Prabhupada was humbly born on Nandotsva, the festival of Nandamaraj, where he celebrates the birth of Krishna. Krishna is born at midnight. He's, it's actually 11.57 and the birth goes into the next day. So he's almost born on two days or something like that. I can't remember, but the point is, is traditionally, and uh, I'm seeing a kind of uh, laxity in devotion that we used to have. I'll just read this to you to make you all feel bad. Um, there's a great saint in Vrindavan, Jamuna Jivana. And someone put me on his WhatsApp group and he writes incredible realizations every day. Um, I'll read one. As even Kamsa got Krishna's darshan, are our sins bigger than that of Kamsa? When Krishna was present in Vrindavan, everyone qualified or not had the privilege of seeing him. Although not in a favorable mood, still Kamsa was thinking of Krishna 24 hours a day. As even such a sinful demon like him could see Krishna, what sin have we committed that we cannot see Krishna? Are we thinking of Krishna 24 hours a day? He writes things like this. He's he's really a pure devotee. He's very, ooh, very advanced, and he writes things every single day. But... Um, 
So he wrote things about fasting. As fasting on Janmastami is equal to fasting for 20 crore akadasis, even after knowing this, if we do not keep this one fast in the whole year, as we cannot conceive of how much Krishna's mercy we can get by fasting on this day, then we should deeply consider whether this decision is wise or not. <laughs> we become a little lax. We all used to fast. Or at least from grains. But he wrote he wrote all these things on Jamas. He gave all these quotes on John Nostomy. Let, let me see. About from the Shastra. Uh, Krishna told Yudhisthira, fasting on John Nostomy is like fasting for 200 million akadasis. Bhavishyata Purana. Dhammaraj says to Savitri, those living in India who fast on Jamastami become free from the sins of 100 births. So, um, you know, we, we've we got to be very careful. I, I'm just seeing how the obligations and duties that people feel are so much different than before, and it affects me. I mean, I fasted the whole day, but then, uh, you know, we had a little program last night here. It was beautiful. Um, and then I broke the fast with fruits, but then I thought, you know, there was no like a codicy facade besides that. So I thought, okay, I'll take a little kitchi because I have to fast again today. Um, so, uh, yeah. Wow. So having so much fun. Um, and, and you know, and Prabhupada's potency was his faith, his faith, and our potency will be our faith in Prabhupada. That will be our potency in our own personal practices and. Um, our distribution of Krishna consciousness will be our faith. Faith is so powerful. We're only separated from God, not by a physical distance. We're separated by our faith. So, you know, so, you know Prabhupada was sitting in a room Prabhupada was sitting in a room in Calcutta and he came back after being so successful. And, you know, he was in Calcutta. After being so successful, he was sitting in his room and he was meditating to himself. How was I the lucky one? How was I the lucky one? And if you understand the quality of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta's disciples. 
then you'll understand why Prabhupada was thinking, why me? They were all from the highest class Brahmin families or Kshatriyas. Bhakti, what was his name? Um, Bhakti Vilas Tirta. He took Bhakti Siddhanta from, Cal, from Calcutta or brought him to, and, and really managed his whole movement. And people thought he was a little political and they were going to try to remove him, the sannyasis. And, and Bhakti Siddhanta said, you can all stay. You can all leave. He'll stay. And when that temple in Bhagavad was built, it was a stone that this person was the foundation. Srila Bhakti Dayata Madhava Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur called the infatigable incarnation of preaching. He opened up 64 temples in um, Sixty-four temples in India, and what to speak about scholars like like Sridhar Maharaj? He was from such a high-class Brahmin family. I think he wouldn't eat with the devotees because of the caste. He was like so. And then he be if you if you ever read his books, which I do, his ability to conceptualize. I met him once. His ability to conceptualize and express philosophy was unparalleled. I once went to see Obiel Kapoor, who was uh, Bhakti Siddhanta's disciple that lived near Radha Kund, near Radha Raman. And he said his learned as Sridhar Maharaj was, he was nothing compared to Ananta Vasudev. Bhakti Siddhanta would give a, a lecture in his kind of language, and he would complete it in Bhakti Siddhanta's language. I met Akinchana Krishna Das Babaji, several, many times. Akinchana Paramahamsa, Srila Bhakti Prigan Keshava Maharaj. So powerful. And you can go on and on. One time I asked, I think we asked Narayan Maharaj. You know, who among the God brothers that is still left? Is there anyone, you know, at Prema Bhakti or something like that? He said, Oh, Janardna Maharaj. So one day, Srila Narayan Maharaj took us to Udavakari. Occasionally, he would take me and a few of my God brothers on Parikram to places we never saw before. And Udavakati, it used to be underwater, a lot of these places, Ter Kadamba. He took us to Ter Kadamba. We had to walk through the water in thorns. So he took us to Udavakari, the place where Radharani spoke to the bumblebee. And when we got there, sit, sitting under a tree, chanting and crying, was Srila Janard Maharaj. And I can go on and on. I read a history of the Godiamath. These people were so bhakti, 
Sharanga Maharaj. I think he used to be in charge of the Calcutta railway station. Another real, I mean, you go on and on. These were not ordinary people. In fact, they were so powerful and so qualified that Subhash Chandra Bosch, who is organizing the nationalistic army to, to liberate India, he was in Burma. And when the Germans would capture British, uh, Indian soldiers that were fighting for the British, especially the Gurkhas, the Gurkhas are a, a Nepali warrior class. They're the best fighters. And the British would hire them as mercenaries. When, when they'd be captured in the war, they were being sent to Subhash Chandra Bosch in Burma, and he was going to. And Prabhupada credits Subhash Chandra Bosch more than Mahatma Gandhi for the liberation of India. Because said the British knew that he was coming with his army. And they didn't want that kind of war. He came to Bhakti Siddhanta and said, we need your men. <laughs> and because at that time what a sannyasi was, I mean, you couldn't even buy medicine. You didn't have any shoes. And they were skinny. Sometimes they'd have to eat very simply just by financial means. So he said, look at them, they're useless. So Prabhupada was thinking, how is I the lucky one? It was just like now, can you imagine in the Hare Krishna movement, is there some grihasta devotee that owns a pharmacy? I love this story. Uh, my uh, godbrother, Satya Dunbar Maharaj, he's from the Bronx. He's a real super New Yorker. And somehow or other, he got to meet Prabhupada. He was speaking with Prabhupada. And uh, oh, maybe it was someone else, but Prabhupada asked him, what did you do before you were a devotee? He said, I used to sell drugs. Prabhupada said, me too. Because <laughs> Prabhupada was a pharmacist. Can you imagine if there was a pharmacist from the outside and then he came and did 10 times more than all of the ISKCON sannyasis? No matter how qualified they were. So Prabhupada said, how was I the lucky one? How was I the lucky one? And then he said, because I was cent percent faithful to the order of my spiritual master. And then Prabhupada credited his determination because he got that message when he first met Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. He said, well, how will anybody listen to us? Because India is sub subjugated by the British. Bhakti Siddhanta said that Krishna consciousness the spreading of Krishna conscious is so urgent that it cannot wait for any external change. And I'll show you Bhakti Siddhanta, what Krishna, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati could care less about nationalism. He could just care how the country was managed and if they give him facility to preach Krishna consciousness. 
and the British allowed him to preach Krishna conscious vigorously. And therefore, when King George IV died, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati had a, a commemorative issue with him on the front page of the <laughs> of the Harmonist, his his magazine. I don't know how much was political, but Bhakti Siddhanta didn't care about these things. And Prabhupada took that to heart. And then before Srila Bhakti Siddhanta died, he repeated, and Bhakti Siddhanta looked at him and saw that he was an educated aristocratic Bengali. He said, you know English, you should you know, spread it in the West. And then the same message came in a letter before Prabhupada, before Bhakti Siddhanta passed away. And Prabhupada, he kept that in his heart. He kept that in his heart. And then um, he was reading a commentary by Srila Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, Bhubhisayat Mika Bhutia, A.K. Hakurananda, Bhushakayanantascha, Bhubhisayat Mika, the Atma, the consciousness. Bhuvasatmika buddhi, the the intelligence. Bhuvasayatmika buddhi, ak haku. It should be fixed. It should be one pointed, not buhushaka, not many many branched. And the commentary, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur said, that means to take the order of the spiritual master as one's life and soul. So Prabhupada, how was he the lucky one? He had cent percent faith. And his empowerment. You know, even the fact that he circled the globe 17 times <clears throat> and everywhere he went, he just plugged into the same schedule. He plugged into the same schedule. So I'm kind of happy because, again, because Prabhupada's born in Nandosava and then Janmashtami is late at the night and then it's usually during the week. And people are exhausted from Janmashtami. Prabhupada's Vyas Puja doesn't really get the level of pomp that it could be, except if you're in a places like Vrindavan where it's a spiritual world because no one works. No one has a job in Vrindavan. I don't know how people live. So a, a Sunday doesn't, the weekend doesn't matter. It's the same. It's not You don't know anybody in Vrindavan who's going to work today. So you have those, but other places. So it was so, it's so great. I have this opportunity and we all have this opportunity to start the day. In, I'm just regretful that I didn't put it out early because I, I realize a lot more people would have liked to hear it, but we do have it recorded. We could tell other people. Now, um, just uh, I'll just tell my 
favorite story with personal darshan of Prabhupada. I, I was there in Vrindavan when Prabhupada was there. Prabhupada passed away in Kartik, so it would become a big festival. Other than that, no one came to Vrindavan except in the Gorpurnima festival, and everyone was in temples. There was no one outside of temples. Everyone was in the preaching mission. No one, no one had a job. Even if you agree hostas, no one worked practically. Everyone was in that mission. At a particular time, people realized, you know, Krishna consciousness would spread in another way. But um, you know, so Prabhupada passed away in Kartik and near Govardhan Puja. And therefore, um, therefore, it became a big festival. No one ever came during Kartik. It wasn't that distinct, except Prabhupada would come in the temple in the evening and he would sit in the courtyard. And I was so impressed because he would point to a disciple and have him speak about Krishna consciousness. I was so impressed how people would speak. But I'll just tell, well, there's several stories. Uh, I'll just tell two. And I woke up one morning in Vrindavan and I was informed that Prabhupada was coming. He was in Rishikesh taking care of his health, stayed at this place called Ganga Darshan. And in the evening, the shutters, the wind storm, and his feet swelled up, and he thought this was very inauspicious. Let me come to Vrindavan. And then everybody was getting ready for Prabhupada to come to Vrindavan. I'm remembering all these pastimes. I'm writing it down for the future. And he came in his room. Um, and he was sitting on a chair and we all came in there. Maybe 20, 30, of, 20 of us maybe. That's all that was there. And Prabhupada said, If one has to leave the world, let him come to Vrindavan. Everything is here. The white sands of Brahman Reti. 
the Jamuna. I'm writing is uh, all my memories are coming back, so I never wrote them down. Future I'll have. So we went in his room, and Prabhupada said, First, he started remembering his disciple who passed away, Jayananda, who made it into his heart. I was looking, wow, to make it into Prabhupada's heart by his selfless service. Prabhupada started saying, he helped me so much. He, he gave the money to print the nectar of devotion. He wasn't like a hippie like the rest of the people. He helped me so much. He helped me so much. He's on the Vaishnav calendar. And then Prabhupada said, but if one has to die, let him come to Vrindavan. And then with conviction, he said, but what is death but a change of body? And then he quoted, Deheno smin yata dehe, komaran yovanam jara, tata dehantara praptir diras tata. As the embodied soul passes from boyhood to childhood to youth to old age, similarly at the time of death, They accept another body. The self-realized soul is not bewildered by such a change. Yeah, anyway, and then that that's where there was And that's where we really got to spend a lot of time to Prabhupada. I'm sorry to do this. Memories are just flooding into my consciousness. Um, um And uh, this was one of the most startling things. Prabhupada was so sick. Pain in his body. I was in his room early in the morning. You can. He left the door open 24 hours a day. So anybody can go in his room and sit by his bed. And I was the only one there. It was like three in the morning and his assistant. And then we I heard Prabhupada scream, Krishna. And Bhavananda told me to help move his body, adjust it because of the pain. 
And Prabhupada didn't talk. He was very, very grave. And they'd carry him in a chair around the temple and put him in front of the deities, Krishna Balaram. And then this devotee, Sachidananda, Bengali devotee would lead this kirtan. Some Gurukul boys would dance. And uh, Prabhupada was so sensitive to sound. And then somehow or other, we hear he's going to the West. At 12 o'clock midnight on the disappearance day of Rupa Goswami, and we congregate there outside of his room. And then he, he comes out and they put him in his car, laying on his back. And then Vishwanath Chan said, a former MP, whose nephew donated the Gurukul land, he came and said, you can't let him go. This is like suicide. Then Prabhupada goes to the West and he comes back. And then I was there when he came back in the side door. Ramananda was holding him like the Pieta. And just outside of his door, before he went in his room, he folded his hands and said, Krishna, Twadiya, Padapankaja, Pankarajam, let me die now when the swan of my mind is entangled with the lotus of his feet. Otherwise, at the time of death, how will I remember you? And then, of course, we were there when Prabhupada left in glorious kirtan. Gauravani's father, Bhattaraj, was on his bed singing kirtan. I believe, and then Prabhupada you know, passed away. But he reasons ill who say that Vaishnavs die, for Vaishnavs die to live, and living spread the holy name around. So, um, okay. Uh, anybody like to say hello, or if anyone wants to share, is there any reflection in the class that you particularly appreciated or you have anything else yourself? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yes. Yeah, you know, when you were talking about the glories of um, Janmashtami, I remember that I, I received a couple of quotes yesterday that were similar to what you were saying. One of them said, this is from the, how should I say, Pavishyatar Purana. It said, Lord Krishna says to King Yudhisthira, 20 crores of Ekadashis are equal to a single vow of Janmashtami. And there's one from the Narada Purana that says, one who observes Janmashtami Vrata goes to Goloka riding on a divine plane there is no vrata equal to Janmashtami. So those were I get, I got those yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I didn't wasn't able to fast the whole time. 
because after the program, and it's not a program up to midnight, because generally you spend up to midnight with people, and then it's a really kind of strange day. Hi, Bo, a kinchina. Hi, Bo. Hare Krishna. Hi, Bo. Thank you for the class. Marge, I also appreciated the, the comments about fasting. For whatever it's worth, I, I've heard that the end of like the quote that I think you said and Gail said is that, you know, Janmastami fasting is worth so many akadasis and just taking darshan, just seeing Govardhan Hill is worth so many, so many Janmastami fasts. I've heard that too. I don't know. Okay, so I'm not going to do any practice in my spiritual life. I'm just going to look at Govardhan every day. And I can't wait to get there. I'm arriving on the, I'm arriving early in the morning, Radhastami. And I'm going to go directly. Wow. To, yeah, I'm going to go directly, going to go directly to Govardhan. I know I, it's like, I'm going to go directly to Govardhan and then I'll stay up and chant and then I'll go to Radhakund, celebrate Radhastami and then come back to the, maybe the Iskand place and to take Pisadam. Wow. Wow. That's I I'm going to embarrass you. Sure. Just sing one refrain from your favorite song about Krishna. This was Janmashtami yesterday. Okay, uh, a song about Krishna. What was the... Uh... Ijapati Guja Danda Chatra Bhavam Prapadya Pratihada Madhadrishto Danda Devindra Garva Atula Pratula Shaila Shreni Pupa Priyame Ijanikatani Vasam Dehi Govardhanatvam. Sorry, it's not perfect. <laughs> That's great, too. And actually, that reminds me that when Prabhupada was in his room, I'm remembering so many things from that time now. When Prabhupada was in his room, he he wanted to go to Govardhan. Take me to Govardhan. Take me to Govardhan. And I thought of the Putana story, which Putana, she was a demon and she, and she was dressed as a beautiful nurse. But when she was dying, she, she let the facade go. So the, the principle is at the end of death, then one can reveal. So Prabhupada, it wasn't that he was, but rather Prabhupada didn't want to reveal his identity you know what happened if Prabhupada was a little more Rasika, what Russia would be like now. You know that from being there, right? It, it, it's, you know, it, it's amazing. But Prabhupada, you know, let me go to Govardhan. Let me go to Govardhan at the end. It, it really indicated something very, very deep. Wow. And I remember... At Prabhupada's disappearance day, I was walking to go to the festival 
and a rickshaw pulled up, and it was the saintly mother Srimati, who's on another level of Krishna consciousness that's beyond anything we can imagine. She's so deep. And I asked her, what are you doing here? Prabhupada left in Vrindavan. She said, but he eternally resides here. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Marge, you know, I, I saw you, you mentioned Yamuna Jivana's WhatsApp chat. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to ask to join that. But I, I met him yesterday at the shop and he was just like singing like in his own way, just like Radha, 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 Radha. He just, and he wasn't, it was just like, it kept going and he had the big blissful smile and a very amazing person. Well, he goes every morning to Madan Mohan and chants on the steps for about three, four hours and then walks back. When he chants Japa, he chants Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna. But when he sings, it's whatever name comes out of his mouth. Wow. Yeah, and that's why Vrindavan is such a special place. The people that are there, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Anybody else just like to say hello? Can you come back to me, Maharaj? Because I did have a couple of questions. If there's I do have no choice now, but anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, one question I had was, you know, you were saying, where did Srila Prabhupada get his determination from? And then I think you said he was 100%, you know, he his um, committed to the instructions of his spiritual master. Yeah. But where did he get that level of commitment to? Okay. What I'm mean, saying, uh, my point was, is to do his mission. It was based on faith. So you're asking where he got faith. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, there's many ways you could look at it. One you could look at it is that, you know, he's coming from the spiritual world. Yeah, I know. but So you can look at it that way. Um, you know, just people, I mean, he just was so sincere. You know, that was where, where either, you know, you could look at it either comes because that's who you are or that's what you became, you know? And look, he was born, his father was a pure devotee. He was introduced to Radha Krishna at the very beginning of his life. And uh, yeah, so I say, where did, where did he get his faith? Well, certainly had it. So it's either it's something that you've developed or it's something that you just have. And it appears that Prabhupada just had that. Seems like yeah. he was sent by Krishna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mara, just one quick thing. You yeah. know, um, I forget the name of the person who runs the ashram upstate, but he said, even though they're disciples of the Lion Maharaj, they, he said that they are not Gaudiamat. Why was that? Oh, well, because. It, well, the, the person who inspires them was the disciple of Narayan Maharaj, who I knew for 25 years, who he considered the most advanced. And he trained all these young men. And he really has some Shakti. So he was sending them to the West. 
And what he was indicating is the Godiamoth has a particular mood, right? But it doesn't have the dynamicism of Prabhupada's mood to spread Krishna consciousness in the West. So he said, when you're going there, your identification should be with Prabhupada's mood for spreading mm -hmm. Krishna consciousness. So they have a deity of Narayamarj, they have a deity of Prabhupada equally. Mm. So that, that's what he meant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also that person himself, after Narayamarj left, was kind of forced out of the institution to start his own. He, he was just a very brilliant guy, and that, that's br brilliant understanding. If you want to come to the West, and you really want to spread Krishna consciousness widely, then follow Prabhupada and be empowered by Prabhupada. And they are. And they have both. They have that kind of culture of, of study and learning and, and their practices that they got from, but they're preaching. They're, they're, they're preaching and they're in that mood. And, 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 they're, and also their non-sectarian mood, which is very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's just a brilliant way to send young men to the West to preach Krishna consciousness. Okay. Anyone else like to say hello? Thanks. Hi, Krishna Guraj. Tota Gopinath here. Hi, Bo. Tota. Guraj, I like what you said about um, your one God brother citing the possibility of Srila Prabhupada being, you know, cited in the, the Bhagavatam that's starting this revolution. And, it, it, you know, it, anything's nice possible, I guess, right? And, and if not Prabhupada, who else? You know, who, who then, you know? Yeah, it was it was a very deep realization. Mm. Yeah. Tadvag Visargo Janatadnaviplavo Yasmin Prati Shlokam about yes, thank you, Tota. Anyone else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is uh Chad. Um thank you obviously for the, the class that they're always so lovely. Um, you know, something I, I always think about is something that really hit home for me when, when you mentioned that, and it's not, not, not that it's right or wrong. It's not like one's better than the other, but the, that some, somehow Jamastami, I don't think eclipse is the right word, but sort of takes, it feels like, you know, I, I you know, living in the temple for so long in Boston, I remember Jamasti was so big. And then after there was like no one around for Prabhupada's appearance day and it, for me, I don't know if this makes sense, but for me, it really feels as though Prabhupada is more, I, Prabhupada is more real to me than Krishna. And I know that sounds strange, but I think to me, like Prabhupada's appearance day is more, <laughs> for me, is more almost more important because he gave me Krishna. And, and I'm not saying one's better than the other, but it just feels that way. No, you know? we also have to understand, like, even these things, 2,000 crores and things. I mean, it, I think it's a hit you. It's yeah. metaphorical. It means this is important, <laughs> you yeah. know. That's the message. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. that we calculate this, that we're going to, you know, that I, I'm not sure it's it's completely literal. And I think it's a question of rasa, but I think if you interpret it, it means that it's important. And I was just making this the point when i read it in the morning i just said okay I'm, I'm living in a place where people are don't yet have that kind of understanding but i'm gonna follow it yeah and then, and then when the feast was served out 
I just took, I was hungry. I just took fruit and, uh, you know, some drink or something. But then, you know, then, uh, then I thought, okay, um, you know, I got to fast today, so I'll take some Kitri. Um, but it gave me inspiration to read it that, yeah, you know, we should, we, we shouldn't, we, you know, it's just so easy to rationalize when you're not living in the tradition and culture. So it's good yeah. to hear about it so that we, uh, you know, that, you know, cause it, 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 uh, Scott Peck wrote a book called the road less traveled and, you know, it, the road less traveled is what's right that sometimes is different than what we want. <laughs> so if we ever get a choice to do what we want, even though it may not be the best, we're going to take it. And of course, mm -hmm. fasting means, you know, okay, at least from grains and things. And, and I know in the, uh, and even in the Krishna Balaramandiya, there's always this conflict, whether we should have the regular feast or we should have the Akadasi feast, because in Vishnu Tattva, you're, not supposed, you're supposed to fast and not take grains. And there's a sense also that, you know, Prabhupada had regular Akadasi feasts and that for the preaching, it's, it, it, you know, the preaching, you know, the feast was very important. And, and it's not like you live in India. If you go to Janmashtami and you don't take the feast, or you go to uh, Gorpurnima and you don't, you, you take an Akadasi feast, you're not going to be back the next day to take the regular feast, mm. <laughs> you know. But in India, you are, because <laughs> in India, people, it's it's a different culture, so you are back the next day to take the regular feast. You take those days off, or or you don't, you're not having them. So there is some type of practical balance, mm. okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gurudev. Jai Sri Radhe. Haribo. Thank you so much for your class. And you always amazing me with amount of knowledge that you carry. And today oh. it was another thing that I never heard from you when you were told, taking uh, time and telling about all uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati disciples. That was very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I once read a book on that. Okay, anybody else quickly? Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. <laughs> Thank you for sharing Prabhupada with us. Wasn't that nice yesterday, Champa? It was beautiful. I, I just loved how you were, okay, one more Leela, one more story. <laughs> I just loved that. Champak was in, he, she's in Kali, she's going back. She stayed for our retreat and then uh, stayed longer. For Janmashtami, and she sung my favorite song. <laughs> Can are, are you too shy to just sing the refrain? No, I I can do it. Okay. Um, Dio Shyam Lala, Dio Shyam Lala, Filiteri Pagali Rangkala. What? Dio Shyam Lala, Dio Shyam Lala. What does that mean? Long live our dear, long life to you, our our dear, our dear boy Shyam. 
uh, your your body is a dark color and your head is decorated with a yellow turban. So we sung that yesterday. That's 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 my favorite song. Say it one more time. Okay, Haribo. Haribo. Okay, I see everybody that come. We'll 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 go now. Vanshakalpa Tarubya Shakrapastindu Bhavichapati Tanam Bhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabhabh